This is Living Faith, the podcast ministry of First Baptist Church of Avon Park, Florida. We are located at 100 North Lake Avenue. Our Sunday morning services start at 1045 a.m. Sunday school is at 930 a.m. You can find out more information about First Baptist Church at fbcap.net. get you excited, won't it? Amen. I know Pastor Stevens, thank you brother again for being my brother in Christ. I mean that. Thank you. He reached out to me not long ago and said we are a people in disarray. If you look at our country, you look at our land, you look at all that's going on, we are a messed up people, aren't we? But yet... Do you still believe there's a mountain mover? Now, I don't know about what y'all did at church this morning. We had church here this morning. The answer is always found in Jesus Christ. I'm not going to do a whole lot of preaching tonight because I want my brother to preach to us. But I want you to turn in your Bible to John chapter 9. Because I really believe the things that we sing, the things that we talk about, I really believe that Christ is still who he says that he is. And it's not about race or nationality and all that we, we worry about and we need to be concerned about. But if we just stop and think about it, Jesus Christ is still the Lord of Lords. If you look at John chapter 9, what's taking place is Jesus is going about his father's business. And he comes across a blind man. And the discussion came up to the disciples that who sinned here is mother or father that, that made this man blind. And, and Christ basically says that's not the concern. The concern is he needs a touch. And Christ took the mud and the, and the spit in the mud and he, he put it on the beggar's Eyes who had been blind since birth. And he began to see. And then verse 8 of John chapter 9. The neighbors and those who had seen him before as a beggar were saying. Is this not the man that used to sit and to beg? Was this man not once blind? Some said it is not he, others says no, but it is like him. And he kept saying, listen to this, I am that man. He said, I am the man that was blind, I am the man that can now see. So they said to him, then how were your eyes open? And he answered and he said, this man called Jesus made mud and anointed my eyes and said, go to Shalom and wash. Maybe Jesus wanted to see his faith, and he did. So I went and I washed, and I received my sight. Then they said to him, where is he? And he said, I don't know. They brought to the Pharisees a man who had been formerly blind, and I love this. 
Now, it was the Sabbath day when Jesus made the mud and opened his eyes. So the Pharisees again asked him. Now, he had received his sight, and he said to them, He who put... So the Pharisees asked him how he had received his sight. And he said to them, He put mud on my eyes, and I washed, and I see. Can you imagine that? Wouldn't that be a, a great place to be? There are several places in Scripture. I just would have loved to have been sitting there. I don't know. I just know I've been blind my whole life. And this man, he, he put mud on his hands and he, he told me to go do this. And I put the mud on my eyes. And all I know now is that I see. And some of the Pharisees says, this man is not from God for he does not keep the Sabbath. Isn't that just like dead religion? He can't be God because he doesn't follow the law. How can a man who is a sinner do such signs? And there was a a division among them. So they said again to the blind man, what do you say about him since he has opened your eyes? You almost can see the, the sarcasm. What is it you say about him? He said he is a prophet. The Jews did not believe that he had been blind and had received his sight. And this is kind of just humorous to me. I don't know. They didn't believe him, so they called his parents. Now, something's going on now. They don't believe him, so they they call his parents. And they asked them, verse 19, Is this your son who you say was born blind? How then does he now see? Now, I imagine they were a little nervous. He knew they would have known that to go against the law and the, and the Mosaic law would have been certain death and punishment. His parents answered, we know that this is our son and that he was born blind. But how he now sees, we do not know. See, you just don't get Jesus till you meet him, do you? We don't know. Nor do we know who opened his eyes. Ask him. He is of age. He will speak for himself. His parents said these things because they feared the Jews. For the Jews had already agreed that if anyone should confess Jesus Christ, he would be put out of the synagogue. Then his parents said, he is of age. Ask him. For the second time, they called the man who had been born blind. And he said to him, give glory to God. We know that this man is a sinner. Verse 25, whether he is a sinner, I do not know, but one thing I do know, I was blind, but now I see. I don't know a whole lot, but one thing I know, Jesus Christ is still Lord, that the gospel is enough. And if we don't get it together this side of heaven, we're not going to make the impact for the other side of heaven. Jesus is enough. When's the last time we said that when someone asked us about our troubles and our worries and our cares? What if if we walked out of that doctor's visit when we got the bad news or we we go to the mailbox when that bill comes or we go home and have a fight with that spouse or something along those lines and we just say this. I do not know, but one thing I do know. He is still Lord. Let's pray. Lord God, we thank you so much that one thing we can know 
and that is you. Lord, as Pastor Stevens comes and opens up the word, I pray that our mind and our heart would be in tune with your spirit, that we would listen, that we would believe, we would affirm, but more than anything else, that we would believe. And that we could walk out of here tonight saying, I may not know everything, but one thing I do know. And that is Jesus Christ. And this we pray and ask in Christ's holy name. Amen and amen. Brother, come share us. <laughs> to Pastor Dex and to this great congregation, we are very happy that the Lord had blessed us to come uh, together. Amen. To worship and praise God for who he is. I think he said, in all thy ways, acknowledge him and he would direct your paths. We thank God for the word of God that we heard here tonight. But if you got your Bibles, we would also like to go to Acts Chapter 2, and we look at possibly uh, the 44th verse, and it reads as follows. Now all who believed was together and had all things common and sold their possession and goods and divided them among all as every man had need. So they continued daily one, with one accord in the temple. They was breaking bread from house to house. And they ate their food with gladness Amen, with singness of heart, praising God and having favor with all people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. From the 44th, 47 verses. I'd like to talk from a thought today when believers are together, God works wonders. When believers are together. And we have our background scripture here tonight, amen, of pointing out what really took place after the day of Pentecost. If we could go back uh, in the word of God, we saw where Jesus told the brethren to go back to Jerusalem and tarry until you be endowed with power from on high. And sisters and brothers, they went back. And the book said when the day of Pentecost will fully come. They was all together. 
in one place. And the Bible says, suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it came and filled all the house where they were sitting. Isn't it wonderful that when you can come together and the Lord said, where two or three, the Lord said, I'll be in the midst. Y'all, without Jesus, church don't mean too much. But with Jesus, you cannot explain really what would go on when the Lord is in the midst. Together. They that believe was together. And God began to move. Usually when you are together. To get a job done for the Lord. You can look for the devil. The devil don't like to see saints together. The devil loves confusion. The devil loves sin problems. But I'm glad that Jesus came to change our lifestyle. That we don't have to live the life we start out with. Amen. Because I believe that there was a time in our lives, amen, that we met up with Jesus. And what the Lord done, the Lord came into our lives and give us a great turnaround. And so we don't live the life we used to live. Some of us might have been a ho-hopper, a drunker, a liar, whatever we been. But I heard him say, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Now y'all going to have to bear with me because I get a little emotion. And then I have to go to moving around just a little bit. Uh, if the gospel is good enough to make you happy, it's good enough for the one that is speaking to get happy. I heard Peter say it was joy unspeakable. If I can close out uh, with another scripture, amen, in the book of Acts. Acts 4.31, and when they had prayed, the place where they were Assemble together was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and they spoke the word of God with boldness. Hallelujah. Being together. Amen. I see here in this passage, they were trying to stop Peter and them for speaking in that name, Jesus. They whipped them, they had counsel on them, and they let them know that 
Don't you speak no more in that name, Jesus. But Peter said, we can't but speak the thing which we have seen and heard. In the way the world that God done something for you. You ain't going to be able to keep it to yourself. You got to tell somebody. I believe the book said you would be witnesses unto me. Both in Jerusalem, all Judea, in Samaria, in the uttermost parts of the earth. Amen. When you allow God. To make a change in your life. Amen. So you can tell somebody else how great God is. If God changed me, God will change you. If God will change an adultery, if God will change a fornicator, amen, and causing them to be a witness for him. I see Paul was a persecutor. He persecuted the church. But one day he met Jesus on the master road. When he met Jesus, I believe the Bible said light shined from heaven. And it shined on Brother Saul. He knocked him off a beast. And he fell to the ground. Amen. Hallelujah. But before the light came, he could see. But when the light shine on him, it blinded him. And he said, who are thou? I heard the Lord say, I'm Jesus. I'm the one that you persecute. Jesus said, it is hard to kick against the prick. Hallelujah, glory to God. Amen. And I heard the soul say, Lord, he said, what do you have me to do? The Lord said, go on. It will be somebody to tell you what to do. Then the Lord spoke to Adonai, amen, and said, I want you to go on the street of strength, and I want you to inquire for one, amen, called Saul of Tatcha. Amen. I heard him say, I heard about many witnesses of this man. Amen. And he said, let God know I'm really scared of him. I heard too much about him. He didn't come here. Amen. To have prayer service. He didn't come here to sing a Zion song. But he come to lock us up, to put us in jail. And I'm a prayer of that man. I heard of his reputation. I don't think his only soul had a bad reputation. Somebody looking at me tonight, you probably had one too. Until you met Jesus. Can't you think about sometimes how mean you was? The bad attitude. Looked like you couldn't get along with nobody until you met Jesus. But when you met the Lord, you 
and lifestyle change. It brought about a different glory to God's name. Saul went on there and I heard Adonijah say, even Jesus, whom you met in the way, he sent me that I could lay my hands on you. Amen. That you can receive your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Glory to God. Y'all, it is good to have somebody to introduce you to Jesus. I heard the preacher that night say the blind man said, there was a lot of things I don't know. He said, but there's one thing that I do know. I know I was blind. I know that. But now, look at me. Now I see. Hallelujah, glory to God. Oh my God, I remember when I was blind and Jesus opened my blinded eyes and I was able to see. Now I can tell others there is a better way. There's a lifestyle that you never experienced before. It's just waiting on you to accept the Lord as a personal Savior. Amen. You don't have to take my word for it. I believe I read this one in the song. He said, taste it and see that the Lord is good. Find out for yourself. And you will find out that Jesus is all right. God bless you. God keep you. Pray our strength in the Lord. Would you stand with me just for a little bit? Father God, in the name of Jesus, I tell you, thank you. You allow us to come together, Lord, with our brothers and our sisters. Lord, because as we look at the situation, it is long overdue. Lord, you been was trying to call us together. But I tell you, thank you. I see that now is the acceptable time that we can come together and lift a standard in Avon Park and let the world know it is a better way. We can't get along. We can't talk about the Lord. And we tell you, thank you, God. Thank you for this great pastor for opening the doors just to allow us to come together. Lord, to share an encouraging word with the believers. Stay together. Get the job done. God is saying, go in the backyard and work. Whatsoever is right, the Lord said, I'll pay you. God bless you. God keep you. This is our prayer.